Blog Talk Radio. In this conference. Hello, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good. That's great. We are getting started. Um, Want everything clearly. We know as adults now that just because they want it doesn't mean they need it. 
funny, funny thing happens, we grow up and become adults, but we still have a childlike mentality where everything we want, we put in the need category, and we're frustrated, we're angry, we're mad if we don't get it. Matter of fact, we'll go out of our way to acquire some want because we put it in the category of need. And we got to be careful about that. We want to be careful uh, that we aren't bombarding heaven with prayers for just wants when there's some things we actually need. And let's be clear, God can without doubt grant you the desires of your heart. But, but we don't want to press him and push him to only take care of what we want without acknowledging it. There's something that God knows we need. And, uh, and when God knows we need it, he'll make sure we get it. Uh, you know, there's always an infamous story of uh, the uh, – the very wealthy businessman. And let me be clear, at the beginning of the story, every person who has wealth uh, is not uh, evil. You know, having money or having great things doesn't mean that you are a bad person. But Ed Green tells a story about this particular businessman. He was earning about 135000 a year. Uh, he wanted to get over a little 200 and so he was pushing. Uh, he was skipping family engagements, wasn't there for his children's ball games. Uh, he missed, uh, you know, family reunions and class reunions all because he was doing all this overtime trying to work. Uh, he cheated people at work to get further ahead. He was a little deceitful in some of his dealings so that he could make more. And uh, over time, the more he made, the more he spent, because what he thought he needed, money, was something you could never really acquire. You know, and, that, and that's one of those things you got to really kind of balance out. You know, it's not a discussion today because, you know, I wish you guys could talk back to me a little more. Uh, but, but there is that question of, you know, once you think you need something, when you get it, do you really ever get enough of what you what you what you want? And so, you know, so it goes on, he does all of these things and eventually he gets to a place where his job is getting ready to lay off. And he's wondering whether or not he's gonna be able to maintain this expensive lifestyle after the layoff. So, you know, it's a church story, he goes to God, says, Look, God, what am I supposed to do? You know, how am I supposed to handle this? How am I supposed to take care of my family? I've been going after the dream, trying to make all this money, and now I'm getting ready to lose it all. And God speaks to him uh, this scripture in Haggai 1, um, verses 5 through 6. Haggai 1, 5 through 6. Go ahead and type that up there real quick uh, somewhere. If you're on the conference call, write it in. If you are uh, on one of the live streams, type that up there. Haggai 1, verses 5 and 6. And here's what Haggai 1, 5 and 6 says. It says, now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You put on clothes, but they are not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse that has holes in it. <laughs> wow. Now, we can talk about all the things that you don't mention. It mentions the planting and not having a harvest, the eating and not being filled, the, the, the drink and not being, uh, you know, being filled up. But, but here's the part that really captured my attention. It starts off by saying, be careful and give careful thought to your ways. And today, as we talk about living a life that is golden, right, you know, living a life uh, of gold, the question I would ask for you is, you know, what daily activity do you get engaged in to acquire what you think is a want, different from acquiring what you think is a need? But one thing I've got to tell you, uh, particularly for all the Christians that are on and for those who are on the fence about Christianity and Christ and Jesus and maybe you, you kind of like him but you kind of do your own thing, look, the one promise God makes us is that he will supply all of our needs. That's what this four nine thing, that he will. If you need it, God will make sure you get it, one. But then, two, 
He says that when he's taking care of you, you don't have to worry or be anxious about anything. Uh, Matthew 6, as a matter of fact, Matthew 6 and 25 says, uh, do not worry about your life or what you will eat or about your body or what you will wear. Uh, is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? It goes on to say, look at the birds of the sky. Uh, you know, uh, they do not reap or store up in their bars, yet our Father feeds them every day. Are not you more valuable, you know, than, than the birds? Uh, who, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? All, all that's saying is, look, God is going to take care of you. Now, the question is, okay, if, if God is going to take care of you, how does he do it? You know, he doesn't just send angels out of the sky to drop off food. Uh, he doesn't, you know, uh, bring somebody to uh, drop clothes off, you know, at the door. But what God does is he gives us different skills. He gives us different abilities. Uh, and, and there was this test done a while back with some school-age children, uh, and, and the simple question was asked of them, um, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? And uh, I hope you guys can see this. Uh, and, of course, most of them said money. And so what the instructor did was uh, he, he wrote down money. He took, he took out, he was on a chalkboard, on a chalkboard, he wrote money. He says, okay, since you guys want money, uh, let me write money. So he, he wrote down money. Uh, after he wrote down money, uh, he then asked, uh, you guys can't see that money, uh, can I make a doctor? He, he then asked them, after he said money, he said, now, how do you get money? And, of course, they said, well, you've got to go to work. And so after they said work, he then wrote down uh, work. So first thing he did is he wrote down, he wrote down money. If you're on Periscope, that might be backwards. You might have to flip it. Uh, he wrote down money. Uh, but then after he wrote down money, you know, they said, well, we got to work. And so uh, then he wrote down work. After he wrote down work. Uh, he asked him. He asked him a question. Well, how do you find out? You know, how do you find a job? How do you find a job? And, and so they, you know, some of them knew how their parents found jobs, and so you know they said things like, well, uh, you know, maybe a family member can help you find a job, or maybe your friends can, you know, tell you what jobs are. You can go online, and somebody will look you up. And then he said, well, do you think people who don't graduate, uh, you know, can have friends who are lawyers or doctors? They were like, no. So he was coach encouraging them to go to school. A point of it was, in order to find work, you needed a contact. And so uh, he wrote down contacts, right, contacts. He's still trying to get them to this place where they identify difference between wants and needs. So he wrote down contacts. And after he wrote down contacts, he said, now, now what type of contacts are you going to get? And how are you going to get contacts? And why would they call you? And, of course, that was, well, they'll call you because of what you do, uh, what, what your skill is or your education. So he wrote down education, right? I'm going to abbreviate this for time. Education and uh, skill. Wrote down education and skill. He says, well, how are you going to, you know, how are you going to, uh, how are you going to get the education or get the skill so that you can get the contact and you can get the work and you can get the money? And they said, well, you're going to have to study or you're going to have to rehearse or you're going to have to practice. But so, of course, he wrote down, right? He wrote that down. He wrote down study. He wrote down study. Uh, he wrote down Practice, right? Wrote that down. Study or practice. Then he asked the question. He asked the question. Well, how are you going to know? How are you going to know what to study? How are you going to know what to practice? How are you going to know what to rehearse? And uh, they said, Well, it depends on what you like, what your passions are, what your desires are. So he wrote down. He wrote down desire. Right? He wrote down desire. Wrote down desire. Um, after he wrote down desire, uh, he then finally asked him this question, well, how do you know what your desires are? How are you going to know what you're passionate about? Who gives you that? Where does that come from? 
And, uh, of course, uh, somebody said, well, that has to be something God gives you, right? God tells you uh, what your desires are. God puts in your passion for desire. And um, and then wrote down God, wrote down God, wrote down God. Uh, you guys can't see this on the conference call, but for those who want the video, let me let me help you here. Uh, notice, notice in order to get to the money, uh, you have to start off with God. In, in this diagram, in this explanation of how you get to what you thought you needed, which was finances, uh, you thought you needed, uh, needed the money, your money starts with your relationship with God because God gives the skill. God gives the desire. God gives the idea. God implants in you, Jeremiah, before the foundations of the earth were laid. Matter of fact, not only does God give the money, but if, if some of you say, well, I'm not really in the money. You want some other things. Everything else. Between you, God, and money, you, right? He is involved in it all. You want whatever you desire. You need God first. Whatever, uh, whatever, whatever you want to study. If education is your thing. You need God first. If there's uh, some skill you're trying to develop, you're gonna need God first. Through Him we live, move, and have our being. If it is a uh, contact, you're trying to grow and blow up and be popular and meet people. God gave all the people. God gave life to all the people. You're going to need God first before you make the contacts. And if you're trying to find employment, work, or start a business, or launch an organization, you're going to need God first. And then the listen, all I'm saying today is that we want to identify our needs from our wants. And let me tell you this way. The one thing you need most is God. Don't put him on the background. Don't make him just some childhood religion that your parents made you go and learn about in vacation Bible school or Sunday school. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added. Seek God first, and everything else will be added. And today all we're asking you to do is what is it that you really need. And I promise you, if you identify your need, God will in some way surround you with the desires of your heart. Father, I thank you today uh, for helping us, helping us make the decision and discern the difference between needs and wants. And as we go out today, we ask that you would help us the same way Haggai asked. Help us, God, consider our ways, what we put our energy in, what we put our effort in, what we put our resources in. And, God, we want you to be pleased with it. Father, that's our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, listen, I'm not sure what today's going to look like. Here's what I know. I know that there's a difference between.